Hello and welcome to Logical Light, part of the regular weekly series from the Dubai-based law firm HBL Yamanova and Pleska, the Gulf region's first and still the only legal podcast. And here is Ludmilla Yamanova. Nice to see you. Always a pleasure to see you, Tim. And thanks for being back here and happy to chat with you as always. It's just a quick question for you here. We were talking about visas and overstaying visas in uh, a recent podcast and talking specifically about people who have a residence visa, an employment visa visa. And we were talking about the situation of overstaying and how long the grace period is once a visa uh, has been cancelled. 30 days uh, was the answer. But I had this question and I wanted to come back to this. Let's say I overstay my residence visa. I I love it here in the UAE. I want to stay. My kids are at school. They're happy. My wife uh, is here. Bizarrely, she's happy with me. (laughs) I'm looking for a new opportunity during that grace period. Now, If I overstay that 30-day grace period, having had a residence visa, employment visa, who's liable for the overstay? Where is the responsibility? Is it the ex-employee or is it the company? And also, can a company be fined or held responsible if an ex-employee overstays that visa? It's a great question because there are two ways uh, at um, uh, looking at answering the particular question. One Mm. is legal. And the other one is procedural. So legally speaking, the whole idea in the UAE that exists of sponsorship, um, i.e. when you work for a company and you have that uh, residence visa, it's done under what's often referred to as uh, under the sponsorship of the company. Uh, So the idea of sponsorship is that the company is responsible for you. So once the company applies for your visa, now you have residence visa that has been issued by the company, you are what we often refer to under the company's sponsorship. Now, the idea of sponsorship is the company is responsible for you for uh, as long as you are registered under their name by virtue of um, obviously employment, but also the immigration status. Now, when does that immigration status officially end? And your question is, okay, well, my visa has been canceled now. So the company has canceled my visa, obviously, even though I'm still in the country, but the company should probably not no longer be responsible for me because the visa has been canceled. Mm. But the way the system of sponsorship and residency works in, um, and then sort of in legal terms is that the company actually continues to be responsible for you until you have left the country or until you have um, gone on to a new visa. And so, and the reason for this, and we speculate, but um, it's, it's probably an, an accurate way to describe it or explain it, is that the idea of the UAE government is very welcoming of um, companies coming here and setting up business and, and uh, citizens of all parts of the world coming here and working here, but they don't want to be stuck with um, uh, with res- or with foreigners who no longer have an em- employment and um are still in the country. So they want the companies to be, to continue to be responsible, uh, for the employees that whom they've hired, either, the, either by virtue of bringing them from the outside or by hiring them here. But as long as they are their responsibility, they want, the government wants, uh, for the companies to continue to be responsible until either that person has left the country or they're not responsibility of somebody else by virtue of, for example, them getting another job. So that's sort of the logic behind it. So therefore, from a legal standpoint, uh, to answer your question, the company really remains to be liable for that person. 
uh, until um, either, and in our scenario, it's you, for example. So uh, until you've either left the country or you now have a new, uh, new visa. And the way for the government to monitor that is that when the company applies for your residence visa, it has to pay what's called a deposit to the immigration authorities for your visa. And you do, the company does not get that deposit back until you have actually exited the country. And this is why the process exists. And when you exit the country uh, on your um, on your canceled residence visa, or you've now joined a new employer, you need to send uh, to your previous employer either a copy of your exit stamp that you left the country, or a copy of your new visa uh, with a new employer. So with that evidence, either the uh, the exit stamp or a copy of the new visa, the company will then go to the immigration authorities and will get its deposit back. So if the company remains responsible for you, and that's the mechanism that exists uh, for the government to ensure that that sense of responsibility continues is when the last bit, the deposit, is actually linked to the proof uh, that the, com- that the, the company has ensured that you are now um, either out of the country or legally employed by someone else. Hence the terminology used in the Emirates, that if you have a, uh, a visa in your passport, there is a sponsor of that visa. And that could be a company sponsoring you. That could be your spouse, a husband sponsoring a wife, for example. Uh, correct. Uh, but so, but this is the legal, uh, this is the legal explanation to, right. uh, to that, to that question. But the, the practical explanation going, using you and going back to you as an example. Okay. Um, so now you have overstayed the visa. And yes, I legally as a company am responsible, but in practical terms now, let's say at 50 days after your visa um, has uh, has been canceled, you found new employment. So what do you do? Uh, because there are fines that have accumulated uh, after you know, for these additional 20 days of your overstaying. So who's responsible for paying the fines? In practical terms, now you have found employment. Uh, so for you to actually switch your visa now to the new employer, that fine has to be paid. So who's going to pay the fine? Mm. Your previous employer or you, the employee, uh, who um, who actually is now looking for another employment, and you have a chance of a new employment. So well, since this in, is me, my fingers are crossed. Well, correct, correct. So, but in your case, um, it would be in the practical terms. This is where, although legally speaking, the it's a responsibility of the company uh, to make sure that you have left the country timely. When there is a fine, in practical terms, it will be that employee or that person who will have to bear the fine in order for them to now be able to qualify to apply for the new residence visa uh, or, for example, to leave the country. So, But where the responsibility, the company's responsibility continues is is in the example, and this would perhaps not be you, is that an employee stayed or a former employee stayed in the country for, let's say, 60 days. And they, he, she was not able to find another job. So now they are leaving the country. So now they're at the airport because they have no other choice. They want, they're leaving the country and, but they need to pay, uh, extra 60 days of fines for overstaying. And they just, in practical terms, don't have the money to pay for those fines. Uh, so what do you do as the company, uh, uh, who ultimately is still responsible in legal terms for that employee? until they've left the country. So their name still, is still attached to your residency and to your company profile in immigration terms until that person has left the country. So what do you do? So here, uh, if, if, the, if the employee does not have the money to pay for 
uh, for overstaying visas because it can be quite substantial. So if you've stayed here for 60 extra days and you paid 25 days for each day and 100 dirhams for the first day, for a lot of people, fast forward, it could be a lot of money. Mm. So in that case, uh, this is where... Uh, that uh, legal uh, legal responsibility and the practical uh, circumstance kind of uh, come together and and in many cases it's the company it should be in the company's interest at that point to uh, to pay the employees or the that person's uh, overstaying fines um, so that they exit the country and now as a company you can now go and present to the immigration authorities that person has now exited the country and now that person can be Um, can be permanently removed from your company's uh, register. What if there is a dispute of whatever sort over a termination? And uh, this is a great question because there have been a lot of examples of people that uh, go through a dispute uh, and in parallel to their legal dispute with the employer, for example, they're having other issues such as um, their uh, the visa the visa has um, ended or has come to uh, or has expired in mm. the meantime yeah uh, so uh, or there's another spin to it is let's say your visa has expired but you cannot leave the country because of your medical conditions okay. and we've seen many cases uh, in sort of both both uh, both spheres uh, so let's um, uh, let's let's make a specific example let's say and there's an employee who uh, is not agreeing with their employer's um, uh, termination, and then now there is a dispute that's in court. Uh, so, but in the meantime, the visa expires, uh, and uh, so w- what happens? Uh, obviously, for the person to, uh, because he he let he or she is is litigating the case in court, uh, they believe that they have a strong chance, and then they do either do not wish to leave the country. Uh, or just don't have the resources to leave the country. And so they're waiting for this case to be resolved. Or in some cases, their medical condition does not allow them to leave the country because they're in the hospital, for example, or they're not in the position to travel. So what happens? Now, these kinds of circumstances fall under what's called sort of um, uh, special circumstances with the authorities, and there are avenues to reduce or waive uh, overstaying fines altogether. Uh, so, in the case of, for example, an employee who um, has been in a dispute with a company and uh, the visa uh, ended or uh, expired in that period of time, and then uh, fast forward uh, six months, uh, they now the case has been resolved, so there's six months of overstaying fines, uh, then that employee has the option of going to the immigration authority and presenting all the court papers, uh, then and showing particularly there was a, a final resolution to the dispute and in that case the authorities do waive uh, or at least reduce the fine significantly and we're talking about 80 90 percent now in cases of people who perhaps um, have overstayed their visas because of the medical conditions uh, the fines can be waived altogether so there are mechanisms to uh, to account for these special circumstances let me stay on a medical theme. What about company-provided medical insurance? All visas are issued these days contingent on medical insurance being part of the package, uh, if you like. That needs to be in place. By law, does medical insurance have to still be in place for 30 days as the visa is cancelled? Is that correct? Right. So that's the question that is uh, relates to 
the um, the responsibilities that are attached to the sponsorship yeah. and the immigration status, uh, just like the visa. As of a few years now, Dubai has now introduced medical insurance as part of the necessary requirement for companies to employ. Uh, Abu Dhabi, in fact, has always had that. So if you were working in Abu Dhabi 10 years ago uh, as part of your employment, you also, the companies were required to provide you with health insurance. Uh, and Dubai has followed suit a few years ago and, uh, and, and more and more Emirates are doing the same. So at present, when you're employed, there are two um, conditions or two relationships that, that stem off of that as far as the company is concerned. One is the visa. The other one is insurance. Uh, so similarly, so after the termination or resignation or end of your employment, uh, now just like the visa is now being canceled, what happens with insurance? Uh, so insurance is an interesting one because the way the system uh, exists today is that it's actually linked to your visa. And the way it's linked to your visa is not by ver- is not legally, so to speak, but more procedurally. In other words, when you apply for sponsorship of your employee as a company, then you have to present to the immigration authorities proof uh, that of, of health insurance that is actually registered to you as a company in order for, uh, for the immigration authorities to even process their request for the visa. Uh, so again, it's not so much that legally you're in order to have residency, you must have this, but it's it procedurally the company has to present in order for uh, for uh, for them to for the authorities to even process the request. So at the end, when you terminate employment, what happens? Well, the um, health insurance is actually linked to empl- in legal terms. It's linked to employment. In other words, it's a benefit that is li- linked to your employment relationship. In other words, if, um, if uh, I'm the company and I've hired you as my employee, I offer you this health insurance as part of your employment, not as part of your immigration, but as part of your employment in legal terms. Right. So therefore, now let's say I have terminated you, and um, in legal terms, I no longer need to provide you with health insurance because uh, that's the benefit that is linked to your employment. And so you're no longer working for me. You may still be on my visa because either we have a dispute or for some other reasons we have not canceled your visa, but you're no longer working for me. So you're no longer getting a salary. You're no longer getting uh, getting any other employment benefits and therefore no longer should be entitled to the visa, uh, to the health insurance benefit. However, because uh, as I earlier described, the the health insurance is actually presented to the authorities as part of your immigration process, as part of your visa process. How do you cancel that insurance and can you cancel the insurance before the visa expires? And in short, you can. Uh, and uh, so the company, let's say if there's a dispute, and it's it's now in court. The company can cancel health insurance while the visa, visa is still ongoing. So it's possible, and and it's allowed legally, and it's allowed in practical terms. Now, in there's there's another aspect to it. However, is that as an as a company, you may want. It may actually be worthwhile for you to you know, to continue with the health insurance because as long as that person is on your visa, should anything happen to them, it may be in your interest as a company to at least have that insurance policy uh, that should any medical emergencies happen, at least that person is covered because um, and these instances do happen. Let's say someone gets sick uh, during that period of time is the time after employment, but still on your under your sponsorship. And the person just doesn't have the finances to pay for the medical treatment, 
then you as a company will be required ultimately to pay that bill, the medical bill. So that's why in, in other, uh, in, I guess in other practical terms, it may be worthwhile for the company to continue the insurance coverage uh, uh, at least until the visa is, um, uh, has, uh, has been canceled in order to just protect themselves. That being said, that insurance coverage does not need to be of the same, perhaps, nature as it existed before. So, And I say this because a lot of companies offer very, uh, very generous and very uh, sort of expensive medical coverage for their employees. So you can see when somebody's not working, you may not want as a company to continue to offer that sort of benefit. So perhaps what you can do is that you can downgrade uh, that insurance coverage for the time uh, that the person is still under your sponsorship but no longer working for you. Just let me be clear for a moment. In, in theory, I mean in practice, I guess, most companies would tend to keep medical insurance open for the period of, for that grace period of 30 days having terminated a visa. Would that be a, a reasonable expectation for an ex-employee? Not quite, because what you just said is that the visa has been terminated. So once the visa has been terminated, insurance terminates at that same time. Okay. You see, I mean, sort of, in, it, that's normally how it works. Because in this case, procedurally, the insurance is being, or the insurance or medical policy is being submitted to the immigration authorities as part of the visa application. So in most cases, if the visa has been canceled, then the insurance has also been canceled. But there are ways for companies to extend it further, and that's more contractual. But procedurally, it's just uh, most companies... Uh, cancel both visa and, and insurance policy at the same time. So be aware. Ludmilla Yamalova is the managing partner of the Dubai-based law firm Yamalova & Pleska. As ever, appreciate it. Likewise, great chatting with you as always. Thank you. And that's another Logical Light. If you'd like a question answered, we'll try in a future episode. It's easy to get in touch. Just hit contact at lylawyers.com. Find us via any of our social channels or WhatsApp direct 00971 525 1611.